What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another Tanner Wilkinson podcast. I am your host, Tanner Wilkinson, and we are back for what? It seems like it's a season two of the Tanner Wilkinson podcast. We took a bit of a hiatus, you know, graduation happened. We're all kind of doing our own thing. Um, But yeah, let's just let's just jump right into it. We got we got the Gatman, Tim Gatman in the house. Tim, what's up? Uh, It's good to be back. Yeah, it's good to be back. I'm excited. Good card this weekend. Great card, one might say. But oh yeah, we'll we'll touch on that. We'll touch on that. Yeah. We also got Max Stottle, Stodcat. What's up? How we doing, boys? How we doing? Doing well. Doing well. It's good to see you guys again. You know, Stod, we had our run in uh, during Super Bowl weekend. Obviously, would have loved. Would have loved. Some man on the street work for the Tanner Wilkinson podcast down in uh, Kansas City, but we didn't make it out, so it's fine. It is what it is. It is what it is. But uh, quick little, quick little story. So I was upstairs cooking dinner. My mom's up there, and uh, she was like, "Hey, uh, I have this trivia night on Saturday. Do you want to come?" I was like, "I do like trivia," and I had to, I had to say, "This Saturday?" She goes, "Yeah, this Saturday." I go, "Hell no, mom." I'm not going out on Saturday night. You know why? We got UFC 285. We have, it's a massive card, right? Top to bottom. It might be one of the, I think it's going to be like maybe the best card of the year. Tim, you have, you have your says, you, you think another card will be uh card of the year, but I, mean, I think this has a, fights a have to happen. Fights have to it's happen. True. It's true. It's, it's, it all depends on how the fights go. This could very well be the best card of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have the return of an MMA goat and John Jones. Um, I mean, you have one of the best women's fighter on the planet, if not the best, in my opinion, I think she is the best women's fighter on the planet coming back this weekend. Not to mention, this is a huge weekend for prospects of the US at UFC, multiple big name prospects on display this weekend, which is kind of one of my favorite part is, I mean, let's just jump right into it. Like we do every, uh, every show. We're not casuals, right? We jump right into the early prelims. Um, let's see, we got Ian Gary. That's kind of the first name that pops out on my early prelim. Tim, what do you what do you see from the early prelims? Uh I like Ian Gary too. I think um yeah, he's a good he's a good fighter. So I think he'll be that'll be a good fight. Um I mean he's a huge favorite, so he should probably win pretty handily. But yeah, I mean Gary's coming off back to back unanimous decision wins um after his KO in his first fight of the UFC. Um he's like 10 and 0, 3 and 0 in the UFC. So He's off to a hot start. He's only 25 years old. Um, in this fight, he'll have a big, he'll have a three-inch height advantage and three-inch reach advantage. So he's kind of got all the things you were saying. He's a huge favorite, you know, minus 790. So kind of maybe throw him in a parlay. One bet that I saw that I really liked was Gary by TKO. That's minus 135. So I think if he's this massive favorite, I feel like he's gonna gonna have to put him out, right? Yeah, I think. I mean, you you'd think so, you know. I mean, but I I think so. Who's he fighting? Uh, Keenan Song, Song Keenan. Okay, coming off of okay, yeah, he's coming I mean, off a loss Gary, to Gary, Max this Griffin. Is, this is a fight. To, this is a fight to set Gary up. This, this is a layup. This is this is a layup by the UFC. Yeah, this is this is the UFC saying, "Hey, you still have some development you need to do." We're gonna we're gonna keep you steadily going. They're not gonna feed him to the wolves yet. 
Mm -hmm. will eventually um, yeah is there anything else that kind of sparked your interest down here i honestly don't know too many of these people neither Um, do i (laughs) that's that's fair i mean i'm tuning in for that that ian gary fight and that's about it from this early prelim but stod do you have anything on this have you you know anything about the old ian gary man i've been on him twice and i've won twice so ride the hot hand a third Probably gonna and do it a third. Probably with the TKO, like you said, because minus seven hundred, there's just no point. Yeah, even if you kind of, even if you throw it in a parlay, it's really not gonna help you out that much. Just being that big of a favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so I would probably take his minus one thirty five. Put in right. something, get shifty with it. Um, let's just jump into the uh, to the prelims. First fight on that, I only know this guy because I I watched him fight and I remember. Julian Marquez, his nickname is the Cuban Missile Crisis. That is the only reason why I know who he is, and I think his nickname's hilarious. I think he trained or used to train out of KC, Stodd. Um, really? At with with Kraus. Okay. Oh, oh, so are there a lot? So, are there a lot of Kraus matches on this card? So, so, well, so I, well, he's not with caution. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But um, he is coming off a loss in his last fight. Uh, I will say he does have a, a win over Sam Alvey. So that's, I don't know if that's a good thing because Sam Alvey left the UFC on a nine fight losing streak. So yeah. Are you really coming off a win or did they just, did the other guy just kind of, yeah, you know, that's fair. Um, I mean, the guy he's fighting Marc-Andre Barlut, Barlut, I believe, um, he's fought, he fought three times in 2022. He went one and two. Um, one of his last six fights have gone to decision. So what I was looking at was either fighter by TKO or KO is plus 100. So you kind of just watch that fight and hope someone gets knocked out. I think that's kind of my bet. I think it, I think it won't go the distance. Um, the over under is set at one and a half rounds overs minus 180 unders plus 145. So I do, I, I think it's going to be inside the distance and I think someone's going to get KO'd. So you might as well. Sprinkle a little bit on either fighter to get KO'd, in my opinion. I don't hate that, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Free for anarchy. That's what I do most of the times when I'm not betting on the fights. Yeah, you, know? you want to see KO. So I might as well bet, bet on it while I'm rooting for it. Because I don't really have... Just you take don't every, have... every fight on the card. Everyone to get knocked out. That's <laughs> Every single one. That is kind of... That is a wild... That is a wild strategy. <laughs> You might come out positive on the night. You never know. Yeah. Um, the next fight I really have notes on is the Derek Brunson, Drickus Duplessis fight. Tim, do you want to talk about this Amanda Rebus fight at all? Uh, Amanda Rebus is fairly good. Um, there she was. She's really good jujitsu. Yeah, Rebus comes. Rebus comes in minus one twenty, so a slight favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Rebus's thing is that if she can get you to the ground, she's really good at it. But striking is still kind of iffy. So, um, yeah, if it feels about, I don't really know. Maybe, maybe a cheek, maybe just throw her in a random parlay of yours. Uh, and if it hits, yeah. it hits. If it, it's just something to bet on. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take the Rebus minus Rebus minus one ton twenty might just be a sucker's bet though because we everyone kind of knows her name. Mm-hmm. 
So they're like, yeah. we'll just put her as a slight favorite. That might be suckers, but yeah. Now that I'm looking, I'm looking at a uh, Viviana Arojo. Mm-hmm. Uh, her last fight, it looks like, was in October of 2022, and a loss to Alexa Grasso, who is fighting for the. Alexa Grasso is good. Yeah, and then her she lost to Tricagian in May of 2021, but then she had a win in between over Andrea Lee. Those are names. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Grasso is just interesting, but she hasn't fought. In... So we got nothing. We really have nothing on this fight. Yeah, yeah we have very little. Excellent, excellent. Let's just jump into the Derek Brunson Drickus Duplissis fight. Like most meme potential, I think, is this fight. Oh yeah. Someone's getting someone's getting meme. I think think it's a meme. We're gonna get a good meme from this fight. Like Derek Brunson. (laughs) I didn't realize Derek Brunson was 39 years old. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's almost 40. (laughs) Like he's 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 got 20. This is his 21st fight in the UFC. Oh 14 and 6 in the UFC. I was thinking, is he the gatekeeper? Like, yes. you look yes. at it, his losses are to Cannoneer, Adesanya, Anderson Silva, Rob Whitaker, Yoel Romero. Like, yeah, it's like it's like if you're if you're a real contender, you you beat Derek Brunson. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, he, that, he, he's the he, ultimate. I think he's the ultimate gatekeeper. He is. He, like, he is. He he's just the perfect gatekeeper. He like is consistently. He consistently because he beats guys too. Yes, like he'll beat Darren Till, he'll beat Kevin Holland. He beat Shabazi and he beat Ian Heinrich. Like he beats guys, but he loses to like the upper upper echelon. Upper. He got destroyed in that Cannoneer fight too. That was a that was a you win you you get a shot at the belt between Brunson and Cannoneer, and Cannoneer destroyed him. Yeah, I mean, and like you said, he's almost forty, so he's eventually gonna hit like a he's gonna hit like a. Where you can't like you too old like he'll yeah start like lose speed and everything, so um I don't know who do pussies but like but the opposite way to look at that is that if you're not like a con- real title contender you probably aren't going to beat him. That's true. So, so do we I think will, I will say he's a real title contender? Kind I'll of say he's. He's got 18 wins, two losses. 17 of his 18 wins have been by finish. Uh, his last one being a submission of Darren Till. Um, yeah. I think Duplessis wins this fight. Like, mm-hmm. I think he wins I it. And, and after he's 10 years younger than Brunson. Yeah, he's much <laughs> younger. He's 29 years old. And I think he's a, a good stylistic matchup for a lot of the guys in this division. Like, you look at, uh, like you look at a Vittori. I think he could fight with Vittori. I You look at like a, a Sean Strickland. I think he could definitely hang with Sean Strickland. I mean, I, I think give it a little time. I think he'd hang with Robert Whitaker. I think Duplessis is really good. I'm high on Duplessis. I don't know. Darren Till isn't, isn't exactly. Uh, that's not. Who else does he have on his record? Who? Duplessis. Brad Tavares. Okay. That's a, Giles. Trevin Giles. Oh, okay. He's got a yeah. And he finishes people too. That's what I like. Yeah. 17 yeah. finishes out of 18 wins. Yeah. Derek Brunson's. I didn't realize Derek Brunson was still. Yeah. 
he's 29. He's still got a little time. Mm -hmm. He's not in his prime yet. Yeah. Or he's hitting his prime right about now, probably. Or he's going into it. Yeah, I'd say going into it. Uh, Yeah. Some some bets, uh, just throwing the betting angle. Duplicis is minus 125. Brunson is plus 190. Uh, I like Duplicis inside the distance at minus 120 in this fight. So I think that's a bet. Because he'll finish someone by... Sub or by knocking them out. So I think it's just safe. Take them inside the distance. Yeah. Yeah, I like that bet. Let's just – so we, we got that done. Stodd, you got anything to say about Blonde Brunson or, or Drickus Duplicis? I've bet on Duplicis, and I've won, so I'm going to just keep riding on in. We, uh, we watched him fight Darren Till, I believe. Yeah, was that the – That card? was the Adesanya Cannoneer card, I believe. Man, what a yeah. great! No, fight. that was the Brad. He fought Brad Trevarvis on that. He fought Darren Till on Blahovich on Clive. Ah, gotcha. Dang, so this is a pretty quick turnaround for old Drickus. Yeah, second yeah. fight of the year already. Mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> Derek Brunson. <laughs> Derek Brunson is just funny. Juan <laughs> Brunson's a good name. <laughs> I think you're right, though, Tim. This is the meme fight. Someone's getting knocked out in a funny way in this fight. It'll be funny. It's the meme fight, yeah. Next up, we got oh, God. Cody, no, Cody No Love, No Chin Garbrandt versus <laughs> Trevin Jones. This has to be the featured ma- like prelim because of the name Cody Garbrandt. Uh, so like, gross. listen to this. Listen to this. So Garbrandt is coming off. He's lost five out of his last six fights. Yeah, right. does he get cut? This is no, this is a this this is the loser gets cut because Trevin Jones is on a three fight losing streak as well. So this is if you <laughs> lose, you get cut. cut. I'm taking <laughs> Trevin Jones. I'm betting Trevin Jones. I'm taking him. All right. Like, well, Garbrandt loses another day. I don't think I so. Think, <laughs> I think Garbrandt knocks him out. I think uh, Garbrandt knocks out Trevin gross. Jones. Well, who, like, who, who, who was he originally supposed to fight? Was he originally remember. supposed to fight someone else that had to just pull out like a few weeks ago? Cody Garbrandt was supposed to. I don't. I don't know if anyone. Sure. Pulled, I think someone pulled out, but I don't know who he was supposed to fight. I didn't. I'm not a big oh. Cody. Cody no love yeah. no chain guy. Whoever it was was definitely going to knock him out. Not this scrub. I mean, you look at you look at the guys Cody lost to in these last fights, and they're not bad. But it's well, it's like Dillashaw, Kai Car France. Font. Rob Font, Munoz, he beat Asuncio. Yeah, he knocked the, he knocked him out cold. Yeah, yeah, that was like I think he won. He was in the running for like KO of the year from that. Fight. Yeah, but I mean, at a certain point, he's just never forget the Dominic Cruz win though, never just never absolutely it's... just just if he could just take that and do it every fight, he would be. That was one of the greatest title performances I've ever seen. No, yeah, and I mean it's because that Garbrandt, Garbrandt was unreal in that fight. No, he was untouchable. He was like yeah. incredible. It was like, and he was taunting him as he was doing it. But it was it's it's it, in hindsight, it's kind of like Team Alpha Male had like five shots at Dominic Cruz, and finally yeah. got the right guy who could figure it it's out, true. who could like implement it. It's funny how they were all 135ers, too. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, let's just see. It was Julio Ars was who he was supposed to fight. Ah, thank you, Stott. That was that was good by you. Whoever that um, is. <laughs> ten yeah, exactly. Ten of Garbrandt's twelve wins have come by TKO or KO. Um and four of his five losses have been by TKO or KO. So <laughs> someone's getting knocked out also in this fight, I have a feeling. Yeah. I if inside the distance is uh when I don't know what it is, but that's a good bet. Yeah. I got on the on my sheet Garbrandt by TKO or KO plus one one ten. Like I think he's just gotta do it. If he doesn't, I think he's off the roster, you know? Yeah, no, he's gone. I this is a playing with your money. This is a play with your money play. Like, Yeah. Which makes it so much more funnier. That's why you got to bet Jones. Just the visual of Garbrandt losing. <laughs> like, I have to do it. I'm taking Jones plus 155. I don't care. I'm doing it. That's fair. But I'm going to sit there, and I'm just going to smile the whole three, three rounds. Even if he loses, I'm just going to be like, Cody is sweating bullets. <laughs> yeah. He's fighting for his literal life right now. So now we got the main card. This main card is actually stacked. Jamie like, Pickett! <laughs> this is ridiculous. Bo Nickel, Jamie Pickett start off the first fight. I mean, Bo Nickel is must, he's must watch television. He's like one of the he's guys. He's a minus will... 1500 favorite. He, yeah, he's he's a massive watch. favorite. Like, he's. Three-time NCAA champion, gold in the U.S. championships in 2019, gold in the under-23 world championships. He finished his college wrestling record at 120 and three. 120 and three. It's ridiculous. He's had three fights in mixed martial arts. His total ring time or cage time is two minutes and 27 seconds. That's wild. Less than three minutes in the cage in three fights. Like two wins, two wins by sub. He KO'd the one guy. He, he fought a guy in Jorge Masvidal's uh, promotion and knocked him out cold in the first minute. So I think he's got, I think he's a stud. Like he's what, 27 years old, 3 0 in the UFC. He's going against, against, up against Jamie Pickett, who is 34, 13 and 8. He's 2 and 4 in the UFC with one Dana White contender series win. Pickett's on a two light, two fight losing streak. And I saw. Pickett was on Dana White Contender Series three times before getting oh. his contract. He went one and two on Dana White Contender Series. So it's just another Dana White Contender so Series is, fight. This is just here, Bo. Here, here's a main event spot for you to get a nice uh, John Jones. You can you can on the John Jones card. Yep. You can you can submit this guy in a minute. Like you you can you can go for fastest submission. Yeah, like, like he does it in like twenty two seconds. Just yeah. gets out of there, clean night. Fights like two weeks from now. You can slam him and then submit him. Like nickel by sub is minus one fifty, yeah. and nickel by TKO or KO is plus one fifty. This is the bet I like. Nickel parlay it with under a half a round plus two hundred five. That might be. I might put like a large amount of money on a plus two hundred five bet. That's saying he gets it done within the first two minutes and 30 seconds. <laughs> I think that is maybe two minutes too long. Like, Yeah, I mean, statistically, he's supposed to get it done in the first, like, 45 minute. seconds. Yep. He just So it's like, there's no way this guy can is going to be able to hang with him at all, whatsoever. Yeah. Next, we got Matsrut Gamrat. 
versus Jalen Turner. Stodd, you you're big on the Jalen Turner hype train. What do you what do you, what do you think about this? Well, I just like him because he's just like a, he's kind of like new on the scene and he's already making waves. And he's like we were at Fourth uh, of July and we were looking at the rankings of all the lightweights. And we were like, this dude has potential to shoot his way up here in the coming years or couple years. So I just like him for that fact. And he's cool. But, you know, looking more, I looked more at it this week and Gamera, I mean, he's no slouch. That dude's pretty damn good. So I can see why he's favored the way he is, but I think it's going to be a really good fight. Yeah. Like these two are like, I would say some of the best, honestly, they're some of the best prospects in the division. Gamera's a little older. He's 32. Jalen Turner's 27. Um, He's 13 and five, six and two in the UFC. He beat Brad Riddell in the first minute, like you mentioned. That was the 4th of July fight card. Um, Turner's on a five-fight win streak, five, and all of those being by stoppage, three by subs, two by TKO. All 13 of his wins have been by stoppage, so he gets it done in the distance, which is something you love. Just looking at it right there, Turner's five-inch height advantage and seven inches in reach. So you look at that and you're like, I don't know how this guy's an underdog with those kind of measurements, oh, you know? Gamera's gonna win. You think so? Yeah, I mean he's yeah. he's a gamer himself. I, I think I think I think Jalen Turner might be I Gamrot's an unbelievable wrestler. And if Jalen Turner is he might just more than flatten him out. You think? Uh, I, like Gamrot Gamrot was wrestling with like Armin Saryukian and Darius. Like he, he if Tur- if Turner's wrestling is not like tip top level, which I mean it could be in his jujitsu because he is long and everything. But if it's not, I could see this going very badly for him. If mm-hmm. I guess actually Gamrot's not like a super pound, heavy pound round, grounded pound. Ugh. Sorry, uh, but I could. I could see it being rough if Gamrock can get the takedown because he does the chain takedowns. So it's not just going to be enough for Turner to get out of one of them. He's going to have to be able to get off of him, which the reach will help with. So I I do, like Stott said, I think it'll be a great fight. I think I think this is definitely fight of the night potential. So I think, uh, I think it'll be really back and forth. And if we can get some fun scrambles, that'll be... Yeah, I think I'm just... I don't know. I liked. I thought Armin beat Gamrot in that fight, so I'm not as high on Gamrot as I as like other people are. I guess if you look at that, and he lost to to Dariush, and Dariush kind of kind of worked him a little bit. Yeah, but Dariush is like a Dariush might be Islam. Dariush isn't like a slouch by any any stretch. I'll give you a million dollars if he beats Islam. You don't know me a dollar. Don't worry, we got that on on tape, Tim. Yeah, Don't worry. Uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking at these betting odds. Like Turner inside the distance plus three hundred. Turner by man, sub that's juicy. Plus nine hundred on a sub. Turner by TKO or KO plus four hundred. Hmm, makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. What do they know? What do they know? What do they know? Um, let's talk about this last fight or. Tim, you got. I'll say I have Turner. Stod, you have Turner. Yeah, I got to ride with him. Tim, you'll take Gamrot. Yeah, but it would. I'll Turner. Turner at those odds is probably a pretty good bet. Like, I mean, I could see him winning. So, 
Our last fight before we get into the uh, the championship fights, we've got Shavkat Rachmanov versus Jeff Neal. Uh, Shavkat Rachmanov, 28 years old, 16-0, 4-0 in the UFC. Jeff Neal's 32, 15-4, 7-2 in the UFC with a Dana White Contender Series win. Um, going over this fight, I was kind of confused um, because Shavkat has a win over Neil Magny. Jeff Neal and Neil Magny aren't the same person. In my brain, they were the same person. So I was very confused when this fight got made. I was like, I I could have swore he already beat him. <laughs> but Rachmanov is like one of the best prospects in the UFC. Some like some are saying the best over like Hamshat Shemaev. Tim, how like would you agree with that? Yeah, no, I think he he's I think he's like right up there with Hamza. Like maybe he I don't like if they fought right now, I don't know if he would beat Hamza, but I think in like a year or two. This is kind of one of those I mean you cause Jeff Neal's coming on. Jeff Neal's pretty good. Like he beat Vicente Luque, knocked him out yeah. last fight. Yeah, he's on a two fight win streak, beat yeah. Vicente Luque, like you say, and then beat Santiago Ponzaniba, who's no slouch. Yeah, but I he also has losses to Neil Magny, funny enough. Not the same person. I would have been Not so confused same. watching that fight. <laughs> this, <laughs> that that's, is crazy that they fought. <laughs> yeah, that's an Inception fight. It's and a Spider-Man meme. Off. They're just they're staring at each other, pointing. That's what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, I think uh, I think if Shavkat is as good as people say he is, which I think he is, I think he takes care of Jeff Neal. I think. <laughs> I think that's the, but who knows? Fighting's weird and doesn't always happen like it should. If you take so. my my bet on this fight is Shav. If you parlay Shavkat and under two and a half, that gets you down to minus one thirty. And I I think he, that's just if you also take him inside the distance, it's minus one fifty. So if you want that extra little bit, it's there. It's right there for you. But I do think Shavkat Rachmanov gets it done. And I think he probably gets it done inside the distance. Yeah. Yeah. But Stod, you, you uh, taking Chef? <laughs> I'm going to take Shavkat. But, I, dude, I, I, I was just laughing when you said the Neil thing. Because literally today on Twitter, I saw a video of the Shavkat fight against Neil Magny. And him, like, countering or something. And someone, like, hyping it up. And I was like, wait, dude, aren't they – they fighting this weekend <laughs> like I had to go okay okay i'm glad i'm not the part. only one no yeah like literally happened to be like a few hours ago and i was like oh jeff neal's a different person <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so, good it's good yeah. to hear now we have our championship bouts first in the flyweight championship valentina shevchenko alex zan or alex alexa is it alexa yeah Alexa Grazo. Um, I actually saw Alexa Grazo fight live. I was in Columbus. I got to watch Alex Alexa Grazo win that fight against Joanna Wood. Stott, I don't know if you know this, but Alexa Grazo also has a win over your girl Macy Barber. Yeah, like years ago. Care to comment? Man. Happened so long ago when Macy was still a, a prospect and not the full force contender she is now. So I don't hold it too much she, over her legacy. Did it happen recently? I don't think it did. Did it? I I no. I was asking, is she a full fledged contender? 
in my <laughs> eyes, yeah. <laughs> and the old <laughs> she is, you know what I'm saying? Okay, <laughs> cut that, cut that. We're gonna have to cut that. Spread you from the record. We're gonna have to bleep, bleep that out. Um, Brazo is coming in on a four fight win streak. She's seven <laughs> and three in the UFC, fifteen and three overall. It's this whole fight's about Valentina Shevchenko, right? Of all of yeah. women MMA championships of all time so far, she seems to be the most complete human being. By far. Skilled, tough, smart, beautiful, extensive world travels, has lived in a third world country for long periods, <laughs> speaks multiple languages, tactical firearm training enthusiast, dancer, actress, outdoorsy, etc. You can tell she genuinely has her shit together. Like she could probably be a millionaire running about any business if she wanted. Are there any other female fighters that impressive, Tim? I ask you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I I uh I don't know. I she probably is she yeah, I'd probably say she's the best women's MMA fighter right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean she's UFC definitely has her... in the she's definitely in the conversation. Yeah. There, UFC yeah. has her number two right now for pound for pound behind Amanda Nunez, who yeah. recently recaptured her double champ status. I would take Valentina. I mean, that's kind of the super fight that could be made at that 135 weight class, Valentina Nunez 3. Um, yeah. But she's got to take care of business first here. She's wow. coming in on a nine-fight nine win streak. She's 23-3, and 12-2 in the UFC. Both of those losses coming to Amanda Nunez. Mm-hmm. Does Valentina have a problem here? Last fight, she, looked, she didn't look as dominant last fight. Does, do you think she has a problem here? Um, I believe Alexa Grasso is a, primarily a kickboxer. And if that's the case, that is playing into a, I think that's a much more winnable fight. Is she? Yeah, if she's a striker, it looks like. So I think that's a much more winnable fight. Or that, I feel like the way to be, the way you go after Valentina is you try to take her down and wrestle with her. Because mm-hmm. she, but if you're going to try to strike with her, I mean, good luck. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, okay. like, I think I think striking with her, I think, is going to be really difficult for anyone. Um, especially since she can very easily just point fight and just win rounds that way and not really have to ever put herself in danger if she wants to. Or she'll just Jessica eye you. Yeah, I think she might be here to send a message. Yeah. Like yeah. Last fight she didn't look as dominant as she normally does. So it's yeah. like does she come out and just send a message this fight and and mate and get it done inside the distance? Shevchenko by KO and Tiko is plus one seventy five and her by sub is plus two twenty five. Mm-hmm. So what do you, do you think she, you were saying that Alexa Grazo is more of a, a striker? Do you think she just Shevchenko does try to Outstriker, or do you think she just takes her down and? and... I I mean, she could do either. To be honest, exactly. That's what. I, that's... <laughs> that's maybe just what. What's her to finish? Uh, I would assume. Huh, yeah. I would assume like around two hundred inside the distance would be around plus two hundred. Yeah, that might be. She beats her inside. I could see that. Whether or not she brings her, I could see her bringing her down. I think we all have Valentina. Her odds are her odds are juiced. She's minus eight hundred. Even yeah. if you throw in a parlay, you're not gonna get the greatest of returns. 
Yeah, yeah, I would just, it's not. Yeah. It's a fun fight to watch before our main event of the evening. Yeah. John Jones versus Cyril Gone. The return of John Jones. We have the number one John Jones supporter here on the podcast. It's Maxwell Stottle. Stod, just, I think the floor is yours. Before Tim and I even get to interject with, with our poisonous content, I think you should just have the floor and just just lay down the good gospel of John Jones. You still there, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, for real, though. I'm hyped. I've been waiting so long to see the boy back in action. So, I mean, I'm hyped for this weekend. I didn't think it was ever going to come. Pause. But I'm I'm hyped. So, I mean, I don't know what more. Like, I just have to watch it at this point because I've been going back and forth in my head. Like, I've played in my head the highs of the high outcomes and the lowest of lows. So, I've talked myself in and out of this fight all week, and it's only Wednesday. And, and I don't really know. I just got to see it myself. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, it's going to be as good as it's advertised, and it's going to be awesome to watch. I'm excited for the – uh, fucking weigh-ins, all that stuff that they're going to do this week. I've been watching the Embeddeds. Don't watch many of them, but I'm watching this week's. Yeah, this this is this is a big week for you. Jones yeah. is looking to become one of a few fighters to to have two belts in, or a belt in two different weight classes. Um, yeah. But the first thing that kind of jumps mm-hmm. off the page is John Jones not fighting in three years, and the fight three years ago was against Dom Reyes, who which wasn't necessarily a dominant performance by. John Jones. A lot of people had Dominic Reyes winning that fight. So Jones making his heavyweight debut. Stott, how do you think that the new weight will play a factor? Do you think that will have it an, an advantage for Cyril Gone in speed now that Jones uh, could be heavier? Um, um, do you think like J- Jones doesn't have an overwhelming reach advantage? Like he's normally right. massive in size compared to these other guys that he's fighting. Do you think are you are you a little nervous about any of that? Uh, I've I've thought about it. Like I know like John Jones when he weighs in at a uh, two fifty whatever he weighs in at. You know, mm-hmm. I know his is going to look a lot different than cereals physically. Yes, and that's something I've accepted. It is what it is because I've I I mean yeah it scares me. He has bantamweight legs. Like I don't know. It scares me. John Jones' legs are small. Like. It is what it is. He like those calf kicks. I don't know. We'll see how he responds to those. But I just keep going back to the fact that I'm like, this dude's on a mission. This dude is on a mission right now. And hey, when someone's on a mission in there and they got their manifest destiny going, I don't get in the way. I don't ask questions. I just follow. Yeah. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna remember that, and that'll be why I'm gonna be ultra confident going into the fight. So I mean when yeah. we look at Gone. Gon's eleven and one. He's eight and one in the UFC. He beat a podcast favorite in Tai Tuivasa on that UFC France card. Um, he lost his last title shot to Francis Ngannou. That was early last year. Tim, how do you think Gon will fare in this matchup going up against a John Jones, kind of a guy who he's never really seen before? I don't know who he could really compare John Jones to. Um. Sure, yeah. I also I think that goes the other way too. I don't think there's very many guys out there who can do what Cyril Gon can. Oh no, I, I 100% agree. John, this is know. a very interesting stylistic matchup. Yeah, I think I think the 
the worry that I would have as a John Jones fan is not that John will get knocked out or anything, but it's that Cyril Gon will come in. He's going to have really good footwork. He's going to be faster than John. And he's going to be doing that hop step, like moving laterally, making John turn all the time. And if it takes John a few rounds, because you know he's been three years off from having real fights, and he goes down on the scorecards, does John Jones have it in him then to finish it? So, I I mean, that's what I would be worried about. That's what I, like, because yeah. if, if it's, Cyril Gons are pretty complex. It's not, it's not, and John hasn't been in there for a while. So, not, it's not even, and I mean, there's obviously, like, if John can take him down, I think he'll win. Like, that's pretty, mm-hmm. but, um, I think, yeah, I think John's probably, I, I don't know. I think it would, I would rather have it be like a real, like, pick em. but I think, I think the, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a really close. I don't think it'll necessarily be like a super, super entertaining fight. I think it'll yeah. be a lot of like fainting, a lot. It'll be like a high level chess match. Yeah. And now I say this, they'll just go out there and brawl and it'll be awesome. <laughs> it'll be like but, fight of the, the decade. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think it could be a. Re- I yeah. So I'm not. I I don't even know who I want to pick yet either. So, yeah, I might have a parlay involving Jones and another parlay involving Gone, just because I want to have something to root for at the end of the night. That is yeah. true. Yeah, it's gonna be I think, exciting. I'm scared, man. I think I'm it's gonna, gonna tap. Be so good. I think Jones wins it, but I think I'm rooting for Cyril Gone. Cyril Gone, friend of Mbappe, by the way. Yeah. Whatever, man. Mbappe's Ooh. Stop, you also like Cyril Gon. You were a Cyril Gon guy. I, so, like this is this is weird. <laughs> but I can't go against John. I can't. But Cyril Gon's um, friends with your soccer baby boy Mbappe. Your close personal friend. Yeah, but John Dude. John John's my I can't. I can't. It's been three years <laughs> in the making. Damn. I've been waiting for this fight. I have to I have to be there. I gotta be there ringside, and I'm gonna be. Have you guys oh, seen the announcement? The t- <laughs> yeah, you're going to break that live? Stop hopping on the PJ. <laughs> All right, that was our UFC podcast. We got a bunch of winners, a bunch of winning bets in there sprinkled in. You're going to have to pick and choose uh, which ones you want to follow us on, which ones you want to fade us on. Um, Stodd, you got anything to say before we head out? Nah, I mean, I just send. I'm sending positive vibes to the listeners this weekend as they enjoy this John Jones masterclass we are due for. And if that doesn't happen, please be nice to me. Thank you very much. Fair enough. Fair enough. Tim, anything to say before we head out? Yeah. Um, excited for the fights. Thinks they're going to be great. Yeah. There we go. Big weekend. Lots of good fights. He broke them. Broke them all down. Good luck to those out there uh, gambling on these fights. Um, But yeah, enjoy your weekend, guys. We'll be back later. See ya. I could literally kill you. Yeah, yeah, drinking dope, turn me to a superhero. Yeah, yeah, hit that pill.
turn me to a superhero, yeah. Roll my 90s, turn me to a superhero, yeah. Metro, I'm on that dope again, I'm on that flow again, switch up the flow again, yeah, yeah. Fly in the parachute, gripping that pole again, I'm on that all again, yeah, yeah. Can't get a cup, gotta get paid, can't get the streets, y'all nigga made, spreading on the crowd, take it to the grave, ain't having problems, I'm sipping the bar, shout out to Dallas, my bitch is a star, nigga get rich, baby, take you to war, piss on your casket, shoot at your bra, do you something nasty, roll you in a gun, bitch get graphic, fuck me in a car, I get your brand new roller tomorrow, I put that brand new roll on your arm, ain't gonna slow, but I'm still on all, tennis braces and they came with the frost, Cuban links all the way up to your jaw, step up the swag when I step Stacking these hundreds up like coupons. Told you from never again. Upper echelon, I get the stacking up. I'm untouchable. I get to represent money multiple. I'm at the top of the charts, unapproachable. Bread by the loaf, turbo the motor, tic tac toe. Kill another vulture, selling their bows. Bitch do yoga, I deserve rewards. Serving these boulders, 100 grand large when I shop, that's a total. Fill up the garage, bitch, I'm a mogul. Ain't no facade, ain't no fugazi. I jump it off, I get paid. Drop top rush, I'm going crazy. I push off. Smoking on haze, not trying to floss, cardiac shades, can't get in the cup, gotta get paid, can't get the streets, y'all nigga made, spreading on the crowd, take it to the grave, ain't having problems, I'm sipping the bar, shout out to Dallas, my bitch is a star, nigga get rich, baby, take you to war, piss on your casket, shoot at your bra, do you something nasty, roll you in a car, bitch get graphic, fuck me in a car, I get your brand new roller tomorrow, I put that brand new roll on your arm, ain't gonna slow, but I'm still on all, tennis braces and they came with the frost, Tie you be a hero, but live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Come a villain. Come a villain.